0: p patio Patio Lanterns. Lan... Lan... Lanterns. Patio Lanterns. PL Podcast. we going so how the hell are ya? it's ryan here and i'm all by myself we got kurt over in panama he's on a booze cruise right now with his family and uh i guess he didn't get enough drinking after our new year's eve episode that he just wanted to get the hell out of dodge and get on a boat and start drinking so you know kurt's gone for a month and I figured now's the time just to do a podcast just for me, you know, like just Bill Burr style, just gonna, just gonna, just just throw stuff out there, you know. No one's gonna ha- be here to fact check me, you know. You're pretty much gonna have to agree with everything I say because I'm the only voice in your head right now, and you know that's pretty great. So what can I say? Uh, first podcast of 2019 right here, and you know it feels pretty great pretty freaking great hope everyone had a good new year's uh where we last left off with you guys we were getting hammered you know we were getting hammered it was new year's eve and me and the caveman were just dipping into the liquor pretty hard pretty early and uh, you know it turned out turned out be a pretty good night you know nothing too crazy just a couple guys out on the town or when i say out in the town it was just at our buddy's place on lakeshore and it was uh it was pretty nice you know the parent it was classic you know the parents were having their party upstairs and uh the kids you know the 20-somethings were were downstairs and you know after around midnight we started mingling and you know at this point i was really dipping into the sauce and of course you know friend of the podcast morgan sturok Mowgli mo um, sergeant sturok he was there and he was as usual as usual mo you were pushing me to my limits and you know we were out there we were, you know it's pretty fancy upstairs with all the parents right and there's this nice there's a nice little uh table of snacks and hors d'oeuvres or i don't even know what hors d'oeuvres, hors d'oeuvres hors d'oeuvres say that word again appetizers you know it was pretty nice and uh so we're walking around in mo's like, right randy what are the odds you you drink the shrimp water right so it's this it's a plate it's a tray a picture of like a ring of shrimp and uh, you know there's the ice around it to keep it cool but it's all kind of it's all it's all melted right and so he looks at me and i'm all right so one in ten and i don't get it and it goes back to morgan one in nine he doesn't get it goes back to me one in eight we both say four and then i just i don't even look i turn around and i start guzzling I've, i'm just drinking back this old dirty ass shrimp water oh what a wow and what a good way to start in 2019 my god and unbeknownst to me the the parents whose place it was and I I don't know these parents at all by the way like first time I met them in my life and you know they they come around the corner and they see me they don't know me by the way they see me just guzzling back guzzling guzzling back this this like old frozen shrimp water (laughs) and they're just they don't say anything. They just kind of apparently just kind of look at me weird. And I'm like, by the time I'm done the water, they're gone. And uh, like maybe like 50 minutes later, they're handing out some fireworks or something like that. You know, they're handing out fireworks to everyone and they, they get to me and like, oh, definitely not for you. <laughs> so, oh, God, the shrimp water. Classic. <sighs> yeah, it feels kind of weird talking in the microphone here. No one yeah, where's Kurt right now? What would he be saying? What does he have to say? He was there? Kurt was there for the shrimp water incident, and God, I want to know what he has to say about that, but it's just me. I hope it was funny. you know what if it's like one of those weird like drunk flashbacks where you think it's hilarious? you know it's fuck, this is hilarious, but you know everyone else is like maybe not on your level or you know maybe it's just not even funny and you just you're just that guy on New Year's Eve drinking the shrimp water. You know, that's what I, maybe that's what I am. I have no way of knowing right now. Cause it's just me. I'm in my own head and God, <laughs> I like to think it was funny. Uh, it was funny. It was funny. Okay. It was funny. But anyways, um, I figured I'd start things off today with a game of hot or not back by popular demand here, folks. So we had some, uh, friends of the show, give me some suggestions about what to talk about. And, uh, yeah, I thought I thought we have a good lineup here. I have nine hotter knots to go through, and there's going to be some controversy here. All right. <clears throat> okay. Um, number one, my old roommate's ex girlfriend's butt ugly friend who would show up at our house parties. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of backstory here. Our I uh, had a roommate in fourth year university who. He was twenty-two and he was dating a he was dating a seventeen year old. And you know, like that's I I saw definitely on the edge of what's acceptable. But uh, you know, let's go let's go with that. That's fine. But you know, I was I was okay. She was pretty nice and uh, that was fine. But so we had these banging, just raging house parties, and she'd bring her high school friends, and one of them was just just not a good look I, she wasn't good look. I don't know. Yeah, she which was, wasn't good look. I don't know how to say that and not come out like a complete asshole, you know. But here she is just showing up at our parties, you know, at a fourth year party. You're 17 and you're just not you're not looking good. What can I say? Um just kind of standing there awkwardly. So there's no surprise there. Um older mate's ex-girlfriend's but ugly friend is not hot. Uh number two. We have Elastigirl from The Incredibles. Mm. Yeah, I know what you're thinking there. Okay. Um, yeah, Elastigirl is confirmed. She's hot. She's the original um, slim, thick queen out there. You know, she's running around. She's responsible. She knows how to fly, like plane. She's shifting every shape out there. It's, some, it's something to see. It's incredible. I mean, Elastigirl, wow. She's she's a keeper. She is a keeper. Definitely hot. Uh, we've got number three here, Daphne, Daphne from Scooby Doo. You know what, guys? That's an easy one. Daphne's hot. Um, what else can I say? I mean, yeah, she's may not She's no Velma. Like she's not smart. I mean, but she's, you know, she's a part of the team. She's out there. She's having a good time. Um, yeah, she's hot. I haven't seen any movies, Scooby Doo movies lately. Is that still? Is that the still thing? scooby doo Is that what the kids watch? Scrappy Doo. And all those little little ripoffs. I don't know. I don't know, man. Don't know. Anyways, uh, moving on. We have Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny from Pokemon. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hot or not, um, they're hot. I mean, Nurse Joy, she's a healer. She's always there for you. She's very consistent. There's like hundreds of them. Um, same with Officer Jenny. You know, maybe a bit more stern than Nurse Joy. Maybe like Nurse Joy is like the caring one. Officer Jenny, you know, she's like the, you know, she's got a bit more uh, spunk to her. You know, she's going to lay down the law with you. Um, so can I kind of raise the question, like Nurse Joy or Officer Jenny um, from Pokemon. Um, you got the healer. You got the cop right there. Uh, which one's hotter? I mean, Officer Jenny. Yeah, I'm going to go on a limb there and say Officer Jenny's hotter. She's hotter than Nurse Joy. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. Um, Fiona, number five. Fiona from Shrek in ogre form. hmm You know, she's green. Uh... I mean, yeah, no, she's she's not doing it for me in ogre form. Yeah, I don't know what to say. It sound like Lord Farquaad over here, but uh, Fiona in ogre form is not hot. Everyone, all right? Uh, and by the way, if you have any uh, hot or nots you want to send in, you know, feel free to slide into our DMs at PL Podcast on our Instagram account. We'll talk about it, all right, or maybe I'll talk about it. Maybe the show is just going to be me talking about things now, ranting about things. I don't even know. It's just all stream of consciousness right now. There's no planning. People always think, you know, maybe there's some planning in our shows. There's no plan. Do we sound like guys with a plan? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, we're just here. We're just winging it. And you know, is that evident from our hot or not games? Yeah. But yeah, what else are you gonna do? You listen. Yeah, what else are you gonna do? Anyways, uh, back to the game. Uh, number six. You know, the female, the navi character in avatar you know she's like 12 feet tall um i don't even know her name you know she's blue um uh, is she hot or not i mean she's like a tribal warrior woman so that's pretty that's pretty hot i'm gonna go with hot yeah she can take care of me you know she's she's in tune with nature you know i think yeah just because she's blue, I mean, is it just because I said that Fiona wasn't hot because she's green? Well, no. I mean, I'm not against all, like blue, green colors. I don't know. I don't know what to say here. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah, the Navi character in Avatar is hot. Uh, moving on, Miss Piggy, number seven. That's easy. She's not hot. I mean, Kermit the Frog and her have a thing, but you know, the puppets they don't, they don't. Yeah, they don't do it for me. Miss Piggy, she's kind of bossy, too. It just doesn't... Yeah, bossy's not a undesirable trait. Um, Number eight, Beyonce. Now this is going to be... Uh, I know people aren't going to like this one. All right. Um, right. i I'm going to go with the unpopular opinion. I still think she's hot, by the way. I'm going to go with the unpopular opinion that she's overrated. All right? Like, there's girls out there who say, oh, Beyonce is God. Like, she's so hot. You know, she's walking around in her boots, and she's having a time out there. Look at those legs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's hot, but she's not, like, the hottest, you know? I mean, like, that's kind of what these girls make it out to be. I mean, I don't see many guys who are huge Beyonce fans. I think a lot of girls are Beyonce fans. I don't know. Anyway, number nine. This one's interesting. Um, Coming out of Vancouver, timid Asian girls. You know, they're, they like to cluster in groups. Um, I see me, I've seen a lot of them around at UBC and I think they're hot, you know, like they're, they're very respectful. Um, they're very, uh, I already said timid, but it's not, it's not quite timid, you know, like they, they're always happy to talk to you, you know, they're not going to initiate conversation, which is fine. I mean, if you go and say hi to them, they're probably they're probably going to be like having a good time. They're happy to talk to you, you know? Like, but you kind of have to <clears throat> you kind of have to approach them like you're approaching some kind of like small woodland creature, you know? Like you don't you don't you have to talk, you have to talk quietly. You don't want to you don't want to make any sudden movements or or loud noises cuz you might startle them. But, you know, once you talk to them, you know, you're talking like this you know they're they gain your trust slowly but surely you can increase your volume and then you're like oh, okay so what'd you get for number 23 on the accounting quiz you know like that's it's kind of out there so yeah timid asian girls you know they're i think they're hot um the timider the better i don't, I don't know about that but you know ah. okay so that was hot or not and that was literally just me just rambling out hot or knots for five minutes. So hope you enjoyed that. I mean, no one's here to fact check me. It's kind of hard just talking to myself here. You know, I sound like an idiot. Here I am in my room, you know, God knows, maybe the landlord's listening right now. Just a guy just blurting out, having a one-way conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I was going to say, I'm going to say a phrase that you don't hear too often in in media nowadays and that is that i was wrong i was wrong about plastics and this goes back to the whole the whole straw ban um thing you know excuse me i think the whole the whole straw ban's ridiculous like who is it helping here just such a small little piece of straw you know like I was out for drinks the other day and you know we can't mix our drinks anymore because no one's putting any like any cutlery or like straws or anything out there, you know. You feel like you have to you have all this ice at the bottom of your drink, you know, like I just wish I had a straw here right now. You know, but uh anyway. I still I stand by that by the way. I think the straw band's stupid. But anyways, the what I was wrong about was when I was saying that our disposal systems are working and that 90% of the oceans plastics are coming from eight or so rivers in Asia and Africa. I think that's right. But what I didn't know at the time was that Canada is shipping off ninety percent of its plastics to these Asian countries. You know, they're they're just we're gonna recycle ten percent or so, whatever the capacity is, and if it's cheaper, we're just gonna ship it off to these countries and assume that it's gonna get recycled there. And it just it just doesn't. I mean it's pretty irresponsible by like Canadian government standards because everyone's recycling you know they're doing a good job, they're separating stuff they're thinking, hey, I'm helping I'm doing a good thing here, but we just trust that it gets done, but it, I guess it's not getting done so I was wrong that our, our plastic disposal systems are working, you know, uh my sister actually illuminated me on this topic because she's doing her whole public policy thing, and yeah, what can I say uh, other than these Asian, we got to figure out some way to become better recyclers, I guess, in Canada, or figure out a way that it becomes more economical for these Asian countries to actually recycle it instead of just treat it like garbage when it's gone over there and goes into the rivers. I oh, don't know. I'm not the guy of solutions. I'm just a guy with a microphone. But anyways, it's all about, I guess, the whole global part of being well-informed. I think being well informed is so overrated. You know, like, when has that ever, I've been asking myself this has being well informed about global affairs or the news ever helped me? You know, other than sounding like smart and well informed in conversations, like, I'm not the guy in charge of this stuff. You know, it's just so out of my, it's so out of your control. It's depressing. You know, like being well informed, you're listening to the news and, you know, Trump's said something racist, you know, Trump's about to start a war. You know, you got South American countries that are just a mess. We have European countries that want to separate from the EU. We got lots of stuff going on in the Congo. I mean, everywhere you look, it's just a depressing story. And I think just being well-informed is a, it's just a net negative activity. I like guess not doing any good for me. Like part of me wants to be this well-informed global citizen. Like, doesn't that sound great being a global citizen? You know, you're an international man of mystery. You know what's going on in different countries, right? But it's just, it's too much. I mean, when you're just reading about all these things that you just have no no influence on, it's just, I don't know. There's got to be a better way to spend my time here. Whether it's podcasting or, yeah, anywhere. That's just me and the news. I just, I think for, I'm not going to do a resolution because resolutions are stupid, but I'm definitely going to, just watch or consume less news media. Like it's just it's not doing me any good, you know? <sighs> yeah. But anyways, I, I'll just I guess I'll spend more time thinking about jokes here and one of the things I was thinking about is that signatures got to be one of the dumbest inventions in the world. This is this is my Ryan's rant for the day. I mean, what do, you, what do you expect? Like, this is a signature and it's supposed to just ab- absolve you of everything? Like, it's just, oh, you signed it. I mean, look, there it is. It's your name. It has to be you because, like, who else in the world would be able to forge a signature, right? Like, it's just, it's just hilarious Like that it's still a modern-day thing. Well, you signed it. Um, so that means you legally have to, um, you know, perform the contract. Yeah, it's just stupid. I think it's stupid. Like, it's just, it's really just, do you think it's a hard code to crack here, people? Like, just scribble a few letters as fast as you can and that's someone's signature right there. I mean, you look at it once and it's just, (laughs) I could forge a few people's signatures. It's easy. It's easy to do. I mean, when you hear people say, well, yeah, well, don't they have like past pictures of checks that you signed to compare it to? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, like there's just some room, room full of people waiting to catch someone. That didn't sign a check, right? Yeah, both spit. Have you ever, like, do you know how I know this? Because there's absolutely no consistency in my signature. Nothing bad has happened. Nothing. I mean, like, my signature, you know, as a child is straight out. It's Ryan Rancier. you know, and I'm just, I'm writing it now. It looks kind of, it's kind of evolved to, like, our rancier bit. And, I mean, now it's just a scribble. I'm just. I'm at this stage. I'm just waving a pen over the check, like it's not even on the line anymore. It's all across the check, and I mean, it's just, I'm not even putting my name down anymore. And nothing. No one said anything. You know, nothing's happened. Uh it's just, it's just, it's transformed to some kind of like mad abstract scribble. Like it's a piece of art now. You know, put it up on the wall. Here's my freaking signature, and yeah, I'll show. Them. I mean, like, same with doctor's notes too, or. Anything like that? I mean, like you're telling me a little Tino Tonitini out there couldn't just write that note together class? I mean, where <laughs> people are better than that, you know? Like, just if they want to forge a signature, they're gonna do it. It's not. I don't see why this is still a thing anymore. I mean, so like Ryan, what are they also gonna do instead? I don't know, like a thumbprint thing? Like, yeah, yeah, a thumbprint thing. Like they just have a little space in the check. There's already ink on it. And you just you just stamp it. You stamp it with your thumb, and that's that. I mean, that'd be so much better than. How are you going to forge a thumbprint? I mean, unless you go like MI3 on your ass and you're wearing gloves and you, you know, you get you got the. You give them some champagne before, you know what I'm talking about? And you know, they're, they're peeling off the plastic, you know, they're putting it on the glove. I mean, sure. I guess you could do that. Anyway, there it is for you folks. Signatures are stupid anyways like like many of you like many of you out there i like to to take care of my body you know i like to run it like to stretch it i'm gonna gonna nurture it really so naturally i'm taking all these health advertisements you know pretty seriously you know you see them when you're walking down the street or you know maybe it's a ad on your spotify whatever it might be um i'm like yeah i know enough about health i'm gonna I'm to be healthier. I'm going to be a healthy guy. I'm you know, going to eat more plants and more vegetable. I'm going to be a bit more fruit in my diet. And uh yes, yeah, so I take it all very seriously, right? And so there's this one public health ad I can, that I see when I'm coming home, home on the bus every day, right when I'm going around UBC. You know, It's on the corner of West 10th and Alma. And it reads, see red lemon, question mark, see your doctor today. And of course, of course, I see a red Lemon, and you know every like this bus comes. I rip by on the bus, and it's just it's not enough time to stop because it's not the right stop. And then just like <laughs> it's, the bus is ripping by, and I'm on it. I'm trying to see this red lemon, and I'm thinking to myself, did anyone else see that? Like, did anyone else see that red lemon? You know, like I saw a red freaking lemon out there. What the hell does that mean? Like, what kind of sign is this? Just like see red lemon, see a doctor. Well, I just saw a red lemon. You know. And like every few days I'd happen to be looking out the window at the right time and I'd see that sign and then I, I I get myself worked up and pretty soon I'd be, I'd be waiting for it. You know, I'd, I'd just, I'd try to pick the right side of the bus. So when I'm coming home, you know, I get a good look at this sign. and I'll be, I'm running to the other side of the bus to see it, running to the other side of the bus to check if that damned lemon is still red. And it was, it was still red. And then, I get all worked up and then my stop would come and I forget about it, you know, that's just the, that's the way it is. I'd forget about it. And then, um, you know, I'd, I'd be on the bus or maybe I'd talk to someone and then I wouldn't see it. And then a couple weeks go by and I'd see it again. And then I don't wonder, like I'd be sitting next to people talking. Sometimes I'd see that people in my classes would take the bus with me and I'm sitting in the seat. I'm looking out at this, I'm waiting for the sign. And then I wonder I wonder if like my classmates ever saw me just stare out the window like and I have this like look of like confusion on my face. Like you know, I was like, is everything okay there, guy? Like you were just did you just have a stroke or something? Like your eyes are the size of saucers here, yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm thinking, you know, it's the lemon's red. You know, it must it has to be some kind of eye disease, you know? What else is it gonna be? Like I'm seeing red lemon on the sign you know, is my, are my eyes okay? You know, do I, something going on up there where I'm not supposed to see this red lemon? Like it's just some kind of weird WebMD disease where you see red lemons in places, you know, like that's the, that's the only symptoms you see is that you, all your fruit starts turning red and, you know, <laughs> we need a huge public health intervention for this thing. Uh, you know, we have to let the people know that, if they're seeing red lemons, it's a problem. Anyways, the public health people, they wouldn't just put this advertisement out there, you know, on a busy road for no reason. Right. You know, wrong. It it turned out just to be an advertisement for, for blood and urine as a sign of bladder cancer. (sighs) Like, are you kidding me? Like you could have put some, (laughs) you could have put some words out there, people like, see this red lemon, you know, it's like, just get a little stressed. Like, and then all it's just, it has nothing to do with me. Like, come on. If you're going to put one of these like public health signs out there, just put some like big, bold letters above it. Like blood in the urine, you know, like I <laughs> would saves everyone some, some stress here. Like, Oh, you freaking kidding me? Oh. like, why would you just make a ad that says, see a red lemon? Like go see a doctor. Christ, just take like two pictures of two guys peeing but one guy on the left ate a beat before. I mean, it's not that it, it just it's not that hard, people. You know, like that would send the messages across everyone's life. Like this ad went for everyone who went by West Tenth and Alma, you know, their lives would be that much better, right? Or uh, maybe it was just me. Maybe I'm the dumbass here. But uh yeah. Adverts for you, right? Anyways, so at least I know I have bladder cancer now. <laughs>